This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Arts Action Week in Minnesota. The arts have taken a huge hit over the last two years. 57% of creative workers went on unemployment during COVID, and Minnesota lost $2.2 billion in revenue. Help Minnesota Citizens for the Arts pass the bill to grant COVID relief to the arts and cultural groups who were hurt by the pandemic. It's Arts Action Week, and we need your help to show that people across the state want to see funding for the arts. Learn more and sign up at artsmn.org or use my talk keyword, arts. My talkers, it is Tuesday, March 15th, and we are broadcasting. That means me and Julia are broadcasting live from My Talk Studios here in St. Paul, Minnesota. And Lori is in the lovely state of Hawaii. How is it going, Lori? Oh, well, it's just going great, Grant. Good. I've come up with an idea for Julia. Talk louder. <laughs> Okay, I've come up. Well, you know, I'm adjusting. Yeah, I, I don't want you to get too much bird song. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay, how's that? Good. Good. Okay. Now we just can't so, see your face. <laughs> well, I I can't help that, Julia. I can see my face. Okay. <laughs> We're good to go. Wow. And all right. I don't know where you are on this other little uh, technical advice, but I remember when... I said that, you know, I was going to do this broadcasting for a month. And you were like, well, you need to do something to contribute to the show. Just because you're there, you need to come up with something. You need to drive up, you know, Instagram activity. I don't want to do the Instagram. I'm here. You're there. And so last night wow, I had a brainstorm. Wow, sounds so nice. <laughs> well, you were just like. It's telling me to do something because, yeah. like, how often are people in, in Hawaii? Hawaii? Right. So I came up with something. I thought, what would Sharon Stone do if she were in the south of France or in her Beverly Hills, you know, backyard? And she's always posting all these things. So I made Casey. I put on my gauzy pants from Ever Eve. My top I got for my Moira Rose costume, my fabulous sunglasses, and I posed on a driftwood tree, and I was trying not to fall. People were laughing at Casey because he is a silent photographer. He doesn't do any encouragement. <laughs> but I do think, I do think, you know, that just might be a little thing where I'm just going to but once again, Julia, remember, I think I told you I had both of my suitcases weighed 47 pounds. Yes, you did tell me that. Okay. Uh, am I going to wear even half of it? I no, think this is but, your you challenge. Know, this is my challenge. Yeah. I can do, uh, I, I can be a driftwood diva 
is uh, what Tony. I think Tindler... you should have people title it though. I think okay, people caption should the photo. caption this photo because if you're going to be taking all these lovely photos from all these luxurious destinations while you are working too, uh, you just happen yes. to be in a lovely spot. I think people should caption that because I would say, ahoy there, sailor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look for a sailor outfit tonight. But I mean, I've I, got a hat. I they're would... funny. So go to Lori A.N.D. Julia on Instagram. Lori, it's a darling photo, but I just think people should caption them. Yeah. Maybe like you found yourself oh a God. nice piece of wood there. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, yeah. Uh, you look like and you're I almost fell off that nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I almost fell off the piece of wood. Well, it, while it I was looks dangerous. To... That is gorgeous, though, Lori. I mean, my word. You look, it, you look that, so it... relaxed. Like you got to go to happy hour. Well, and 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 maybe I did have a maybe I did have a glass of wine at that beach, but it is like the most beautiful. There's so many little gorgeous places to watch the sunrise oh, or I set, love it. or just look at the ocean. Blah blah. So I love yes, it. The driftwood diva is looking for captions. I I think that's what we should do because I think it's so cute, Lori. I think people should caption it. If you just look where your camera is and just kind of center yourself a little, we'll be like, yesterday we heard you, today we're going to see you, but we can only see your shoulder. Oh, well, there you go. Make it, make it, actually just make it horizontal. Your phone's vertical right now. If you bring it horizontal, we'll get the whole thing there. I think it might work a little bit better. Nah. All right. Well, no, no, maybe not. Maybe not. And what's interesting is, well, we can see you. Yeah. Do it the other way. Just stay there. It's perfect. It's funny because we have like three minutes between the shows to get in here and get everything hooked up. And Grant, we've done a lot of pre-show stuff. Huh? Everything's good. Julia. Yeah. Your hand's right there. Now I can see you. Hi. Beautiful. Hi. Oh my gosh. It's been a while. I know. I'm broadcasting in my swimsuit. You would, you would have loved this, Lori. Today, she was literally, she didn't know what to do with herself. Julia couldn't figure out what to listen to in the double wide. and she, I couldn't. She needs your radio oh. expertise on what music to play to get her going. Well, so. it's so weird not having Lori. She's in charge of the music yes. in the double wide. Yes. Between, you know, Jess is here this week. Brooke is on spring break. Grant is here. Amy's been in and out. And so it's just kind of like. It's quiet. What are we going to do? <laughs> Ross wasn't even in today, Lori. And he's Julia, he's I staying want, with us on Friday. Want, you got you have to f- figure out how to put your face in that camera, though. Yeah, I want you to know that um, on before I left. Yeah, I I told Jess and Brooke. I said if Julia is just feeling oh so lonesome <laughs> and just missing my little mug, mm-hmm. being in the double wide, there's one song to play that will set her smiling and singing, and that is. Stony End by Barbara Streisand. Oh, good old Stony whenever, End by Barbara Streisand. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Whenever you're stressed, I play that song, and you forget about what you're stressed about, and you know all the words. Is that funny? Can you imagine, Lori? I mean, think of it. <laughs> I do. And Grant was so right, because I'm like, I'm trying to play the greatest hits of whatever, whatever, whatever. And then I'm Grant's like, just play Gardens of the Galaxy. I know Lori plays that, and we know every song on that, and he was right. Yeah, it's they, very right. They have a good soundtrack. Here's the this is the one she's talking about. A little oh, yeah. Stony End, Barbara Streisand. He's in the news today too. Babs, do you know that, Laura? No. Well, they did a big story on cloning your animals. Is it a do or is it a don't? And she has cloned her dogs not once, but twice. So there is a big what do you think of that? 
Clone and Grant. You're more of a pet person. But what if you absolutely love this pet so much and you want that exact same thing? And you have the money and the means to spend a lot of money. If I have the money and the means and it's F.U. money type stuff, yes, Yes. let's do it. But other than that, the beauty of uh, going through dogs is you learn different personalities and each one's individually you know, unique in their own way, just right. like kids, you know, and I've had multiple dogs and I, I think I don't, after looking at them all, I don't think I've loved one more than the other. So I could probably go without it. But if I had the money, yeah, why not? Bring, I mean, give my, me that face that I always knew, you know, those eyes that look that even the breath, I bet you they can get the breath. even this. Isn't thing. that weird? Well, they each have a different personality though. Oh. Even though they look alike, that's what someone who did a cat, a big, huge cat said, even though they look alike, they do have their own personality. That would be tough. Yeah. So that, that does going, change. I'm just going with a new dog, we, then. We've all read the sci-fi books and the novels. <laughs> this could go horribly, horribly wrong. Pet cemetery, yes. <laughs> oh, dear. Gage looking for his little pet dog in the back. Absolutely. We're good on that. We are. All right, so today on our show, we've got this book, Reckless Girls. She, uh, the author, um, she's going to be on at 3.30. We've got another book review from Laureate Four, we're giving away a pair of tickets to go see um, Wild Angels at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater this weekend. You can either pick Friday or Saturday night. We have a bunch of other stuff, and we've got Happy Hour with Rocco today. So we've got a busy, busy day today and some new music Julia, stuff. It's Tuesday, so it's pop culture dr- uh, trivia, but I love that you're fast forwarding what did I call Happy it? Hour Friday. Yeah, you went right to Friday. <laughs> kind of what? I think more than anything, I'm jealous that you're done work at 1 o'clock in the afternoon because it's 10 a.m. in in, in wherever you are. And I think, I mean, you get to go to happy hour. Well, do you know what I did? You know what I do is I go to the beach, I pack a little sandwich, I take a nap, and then I have a little happy hour. I mean, how how lovely. there's a lot of day left. There's a lot of day left when you work early. That's kind of fun. All right, so we got to take a quick break. Okay. The most delightful, one of our favorites, sat on the couch last night with Stephen Colbert. And we're going to talk fashion, but we're also going to talk about what she's talking about. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's Tuesday. The sun is shining, and it feels darn right balmy out there today. Um, last night, the darling, the delightful Sandra Bullock, who Lori and I have been fans of forever, um, was on with Stephen Colbert, and she's talking about her new movie that we've been kind of waiting for, Lori, forever, haven't we? The Lost City. A long City. time we've been talking. A long, long time. time. The, um, if people, you know, are taking um, score on the sideline about our um, our technology um journey that we're on <laughs> we're getting an a we, we are do you know that we can't see you well i can see both of you oh i, I think i know it's wrong okay here. well that's good okay so so did you see this last night laurie or is it on too late or too early there what time would it even be on there julia uh, we haven't even turned on the TV. television. Oh, God, mm. I'm going to have to do all the jobs. All right, so she sat down with Stephen Colbert. <laughs> I really am. I'm really going to ask for a pay raise. Um, Sandra Bullock was on the couch with Stephen Colbert, and I don't know if you looked at some of her fashions, Lori, during she was at South by Southwest in kind of an interesting outfit, and she wore kind of another, you know, she's very interesting outfit. Everyone loves... She's got a new... Stylist. I don't like it at all. That's that's for sure. No she one a likes new it. Stylist. Yeah, she wore mm-hmm. like a a mod 
And then there's mod smock type thing to the premiere. And I was just like, wow, when you, wow. All right. So anyway, people aren't liking the fashions, but they're loving seeing her. That's so funny. I was watching these clips and I'm like, I kind of like the top she's wearing just because I'm a man and it's a little it's revealing. A, and yes, I, it I, is. I kind of have a crush on her. So I was like, oh, I like what she's wearing. Oh, that's so funny, Grant. But different perspective. I mean, it's very 90s. The big boxy oversized jacket yep. with a crop bralette top yeah. and maybe a high-waisted pant. Remember, Hollywood is a tough town, and Sandra Bullock is like 55. Seven. Oh, she's beautiful. 57. She's, she's 57. She's gorgeous. I kept looking at her so last night, trying to figure out what work she's done. <laughs> yeah, they're so always sorry. just trying to make you look younger because, as I'll quote Madonna, the worst sin a woman can do in this life is to get old. Oh. I mean, how terrible is that? No, it's terrible. She needs to go talk to Annie Lennox today from the Eurythmics. She's aging, but still raging. Aging, but still raging is her motto, which I kind of thought was great. So here she is sitting down with Stephen Colbert. And Stephen Colbert um, is kind of telling her he saw the movie. So here he's sitting with Sandra Bullock. I saw your movie, The Lost City. The the new film is called Lost City. Lost City. And it's an action adventure and a comedy. And I mean this with the, the highest possible compliment I can give it. It is silly and it is stupid. And, but that's wow. really coming wow. from a comedian. That's wow. it is so. That's the word it is you're so putting ridiculous. out into the universe. It is so silly. It's silly so and fun. Stupid. But Look, no, okay, but that's now good you for... say fun. But you led with silly and stupid, and everyone's like, <laughs> "I'm thinking, why am I here?" That's the highest compliment I can give someone as a comedian. Really? Boy, that's dumb. So. <laughs> But it's it's so fun, yeah. and it's got good explosions yeah, it's, it's too. What more do you want? That explosion was our first take. And then all of a sudden, yeah, the wheelbarrow. Yeah, yeah, that was our first, our first take, and no one told us how big it would be. So everything that you see, the look, like it's you look very my startled. My face is so awkward and just no. grotesquely different. I've gotten ahead of it. Tell the people what it's about, just so I so we're, we're talking. So, oh boy! I, but did he, was, he have vacation? No, yeah, that- no. Jimmy Kimmel did. He was he worked out last week, but he was funny because he said it's a great. I'm from Canada. To say something stupid is the biggest compliment, and she's like, "Oh, okay, I got it." But yeah. um, she she also talks about so basically, Lori, it's um, it's a. But can what, I just go back to saying that it's silly and stupid? That's very unlike Stephen Colbert. I know. A, to mansplain and no one it would be like if we had an author on your book was just so silly and stupid and fun i mean that it takes a gracious person to recover hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Being stupid. As, yes. Stupid. Yes. Stupid is a hard one, but I thought she did a good job. Oh, she's a class. Well, that's why she's an A-list actor. She is. Lori, that is right. So here she's describing, there's a scene in the movie, and she's kidnapped. She's an author, and she ends up um, getting kidnapped somehow, some way with Ch- Chanum Tating Chanum, who is her book, Fabio, the cover boy, and they go to this lost city and blah, blah, blah. That's about all we know, and Brad Pitt shows up. But there's this... Isn't, isn't she, isn't someone being kidnapped because they want them to lead this... Treasure hunt treasure? or something, yeah. Okay. That's in there, too. So there's an experience... Um, where you see Chanum having leeches on his fanny, and he literally is naked, oh. except for having a sock in the front. And so she's oh. kind of describing that scene right now, and it's kind of cute. Uh, and okay. there's a moment at which he turns around, so you can check the he front. He does. So I, I don't, is that I, CGI? N- no. You're there. Fully there. Full on, face-to-face with uh, <laughs> the, the landscape that I need to... Tet-a-tet, as we say. Full on tete-a-tete, yes, uh, and I had to, I just, you know, I had to spend some time down there just making sure that... Uh, no leeches. No leeches, and I had, I had a lot to say to it, apparently. Yeah. As one does, sure. when you're down there, you might as well just get to know it. Right. Your character, your yes. character uh, is uh, reacting in that moment. Yes. As See, if... There's a surprise. And, and, and that perhaps he is uh, uh, generously endowed, or shall we say. Or not. Oh. Uh-huh. It's just the a character, surprise. The character! Not... I hadn't Jenny. thought about that. Yes, okay, no. so it could, well, be, it could swing either way. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You don't know. Let, you know, let, let's just say, let's just say... Say it. ...that... Uh-huh. I honestly didn't notice because I didn't, didn't want. Notice. I didn't know. I didn't want that speaks to. Volumes. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, in all honesty, when you're down there and you have two pages of dialogue, Got if it. you're looking directly at it, you'll get nothing done. So I looked. I looked at his left. I looked at his left thigh, just like the crease between the uh-huh. that area and yeah, where this thing, this thing, that thing right no, there. No, that's no, that, that that's higher up. I had to look down where it might be, but I just grazed it here, and I focused more on the left inner thigh. Okay, because you're a pro. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> she was so. There he took. Lori, she was so cute. He redeemed cute. himself. He yeah. totally he redeemed, redeemed himself. He's charming. Yeah. He was so cute. And so a couple different things. So that movie comes out a week from Friday on March 25th. It's The Lost City. And he said, how'd you get Brad Pitt? And she said, my hair person does Brad's hair. And she said, will you just ask Brad Pitt if he will be on the show? And he his agreed. Cameo. Yes, his cameo. But his cameo was a four-day shoot. And she okay. said, we all lived in the bubble, and there were, like, all these people, like, 460 people from wherever. I think they shot this in the Dominican Republic that all mm-hmm. had to agree to be in the bubble during the filming time. She right. said it was kind of magical and fun, but she also oh. said, well, there's a lot of quotes coming out that um, for after what she's planning on doing. She says, I'm going to hang out and just be a mom for a while. With well, expect to le- Julia, expect to see a lot of 50... 50- some year old men wearing bucket hats after this movie comes out. Oh yeah, because Brad's wearing a bucket hat. He he is in two movies, Lori. Oh yeah, that other one, oh, Bullet, whatever. 
All right, how we got to get to the traffic. I know. Wait. How lovely, though, to see Chanum's. Oh, yes, Fanny. Brown. His round marble butt. Oh, what a sight. <laughs> it's going to be good, I think. I'm excited for this movie. Thanks, Grant. All right, so we are so delighted. We have Rachel Hawkins with us, New York Times bestselling author of The Wife Upstairs, for her new novel, um, Reckless Girls. And welcome, Rachel, to the Lori and Julia Book Club. How are you today? I'm fine. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, okay, Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. We did not read <laughs> yeah. The Wife Upstairs, which came out last year, but we're going to. But Reckless Girls, which, I mean, Julia worked really hard to get you on our show. So thank you very much because this book is a huge hit, and I'm sure it's already been optioned. Yes, it has indeed. Yeah. <laughs> so No. Yeah, which is a very, like, kind of crazy thing. Yeah, it read it in one day. It is such a twisty revenge uh, book of menacing in this amazing setting, and I happened to be reading it on the beach in Hawaii, so I could very much envision. So if you could could describe Reckless Girls to our um, book um uh fans because they i think are really going to want to read this story absolutely so reckless girls is the story of a rather aimless 20 something year old named lux McAllister who is cleaning hotel rooms in hawaii while waiting for her boyfriend nico to get it together enough for the two of them to sail around the world um when they are offered a bunch of money by two sort of mysterious travelers Brittany and ama to sail to a deserted island that has a very dark history. Nico agrees to take them. Lux agrees to come along. And um, shenanigans unfold, I guess you could say. Very uh, murdery shenanigans. Very murdery. (laughs) Very. And Rachel, you know, so I'm sitting in here in Hawaii, and I mean, one of the things that I think is, you know, Julia I know and many other people can relate to is like this restlessness that you have in your 20s and you try and you go, oh, I'm going to go move to Hawaii. I mean, you know, Julia, you right. did. I did. I lived there when I was 21. Oh, and, nice. And, mm-hmm. Nice. And, and you do kind of, it's the time of your life when you just meet people and your radar doesn't really go off in any kind of a way except, oh, that sounds like fun or don't you know this event i mean you know you don't listen to anything inside of yourself yes <laughs> right exactly exactly and so um it's, oh go ahead no i was gonna say yeah that that was definitely like a thing that i definitely wanted to sort of explore in the book i mean i'm in my 40s now um and and i but i kind of wanted to get back into that time um because yeah i think that i think it is it's such an interesting time in people's lives and it is it's you're open to things but sometimes you're open to the wrong things as it turns out as it turns out as one would say it turns out and and nico you know this guy i mean he sounds you know she meets him and the red flag oh he's from a rich family and he doesn't talk to them i mean you don't know that them but that is a huge red flag and, right. But he's just so good looking and paying attention to, to her. And then even the fact that uh, our her- our heroine of the novel, um, her name is escaping me right Lex, now. Lex. 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 Yeah, Lex, yeah. Lex. She is, you know, she's just besotted with, you know, everything about him that she even agrees that, okay, these two 
beautiful and, you know, pretty, however you want to describe it, but still, two other young women in their 20s will pay you 20000 to go to this Marrow Island, like a three-day sail right. from Hawaii. I mean, like, that, I was just like, oh, Lux, that is just such a 24-year-old thing to do. <laughs> it absolutely is, and especially, like, in her case, too, I was kind of exploring, you know, what um, what grief can kind of do to you because Lux is coming out of having dealt with losing a parent to cancer and, and that sort of being her only parent and and that idea too of how like you can find yourself like I, I really liked the idea of you know she took a, just what to her felt like a small amount of time to sort of step back from her regular life to help take care of her mom and to kind of go through that journey and then she turned around and it was like because things do move so quickly in your 20s you know, all of her friends have moved on to, right, to these right. new lives. And also that she sort of has this heavy thing nobody wants to deal with. And I thought that that, it made it a little more believable too, that like when there are all these kind of like various escape hatches open, she jumps through them without really thinking about like, if, is this the best next move? Right. Yeah. She just wants to escape. So, so 20 something though, that feeling. Yeah. So yep. 20 yeah, something, absolutely. you know, you're if you're just joining us, we're talking with um, Rachel Hawkins. The book is Reckless Girl. It came out about six weeks ago, I believe right now. And your cover is amazing. Oh, thank you. And, and you know, I, I like your story. So a couple things about you that you've always wanted to write a boat murder and your dad was a <laughs> sailor. Can you expand yes. more on that? Yeah, so um, I grew up um, in southern Alabama, about 15 minutes from the Florida border, and my dad uh, had a very, very small sailboat in Panama City, and so when I was growing up, we would go down there on the weekends a lot and sail. My mom is not a sailor. She was not a fan of anything boat or ocean, Um, so my dad took, it was just me and my dad, and I was always really interested in it, even as like a young kid, that there was something, it's very freeing and like there, there's really nothing like that feeling of like being in a sailboat on open water, sort of racing across the water with the wind in your sails and all that sort of stuff. It's the best. And it's also super dangerous. Right. Because you know? um, like, I mean, one of the, the first thing I learned before I learned anything about sailing, and again, I was only like, you know, 10 or 11 was how to use the radio and how to, like, appropriately call for Mayday help, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, like, that's the thing. It's very freeing. It's very fun. It also carries a huge amount of risk with it. Um, And I think, like, as a result to me, like, as a writer, you know, that's such a ripe, like, scenario then. Like, people who are chasing freedom, but, like, what do you exchange in the pursuit of freedom, you exchange safety and security and all those good things. Right. Oh, you're Rachel, just. I want to ask okay. you: Is there such a place as Moreau Island, M-E-R-O-E yeah. Islands? Three days. There is sail not. From no, it is. It is 100 no. percent made up. It okay. is based on a real place. There's a um, there's an atoll in the South Pacific called Palmyra, and um, there's a famous true crime novel called "And the Sea Will Tell." That was uh, that the events of that no- of that book, it's nonfiction, happened uh, at Palmyra. So it's definitely inspired by that. But no, it's it's all made up. Like oh. World War Two cannibalism, no one ever came and found yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> None of that. That just all comes from my dark and twisted mind. It, which okay, is which okay. is very, this book is dark and twisted. It, it's Reckless Girls. So, Rachel, at the very beginning when we first started talking about you, Lori said, of course, this is optioned. And you said, well, that's a story. Can you tell us that yeah. story? Yeah, no, it's it's really, it's been, it was a really fascinating um, process. I mean, I've been writing books, you know, for 12 years now. Yeah. And so I've had books go through, like, various, you know, movie and TV type things before. But this was the first one where, like, so many people were interested in it. And I think that a, a big part of it, I think that people just wanted to, like, film something in Hawaii, quite frankly. Which <laughs> I is, think yeah. after several years of pandemic, everyone right? was like, what can we find that we can all go on a nice vacation and film it? Um, it also has like six actors in it, which is helpful. <laughs> you know, no, yeah, no shots in Reckless Girls and women. So was uh, it Reese Witherspoon and Nicole Kidman's production company who optioned it? No, actually, it's a it's a production company um, called Star Thrower who just produced uh, the Will Smith movie about Richard Williams, King Richard, that's oh, been nominated lovely. for a whole bunch of Oscars Wonderful. and stuff. So they're really really cool. And and one of the things that I loved about them was that they. They asked really smart questions kind of right off the bat because there is, uh, without spoiling anything, obviously there is a reveal in the book that works in a book uh, but would be tougher in a movie. And so they were asking about that and kind of stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, no, they're great. And so, yeah, we'll just kind of see. They're, they've got somebody writing a script for it right now. So fingers crossed. That's exciting. How Rachel. exciting. Yeah. Cool. I know it it is. And, and as a reader, honestly – dropped the book in my lap and I looked out <laughs> at the ocean and just Perfect. Like, oh my god I mean I Julie and I laugh about this all the time but we do we are proud we've had a book club for 20 years and we've read a lot of really amazing writers and many writers that you know and authors that we've met have they they have had things be books or miniseries but we think a lot more of our books should be made into this but I knew, um, and Julia, didn't I hound you about this? Book? Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> because, first of all, it was after your publishing date. And so, you know, I started in the deficit because you're already on tour and you're already doing all your stuff. But really, right. you know, your publishing company has been wonderful to work with. So I just want you to know oh, that. They're, they're the dream. I love them so much. They've It's oh, really been, uh, you know, just perfect working with them on this and the wife upstairs as well. So this is a this is a page turner, and I listen to it on Audible. Oh, good, good. The audio is really excellent for this one. I think. Like, yeah. The narrator does such a good job. Uh, Barry Krynick is fabulous in it. It's Rachel, so I'm just Rachel. I have to just beg to differ. I want to support my independent bookstores. This is a book that should be held. And read and imagined in, in your own voice, because it is such a it is such a great thriller. Well, thank you. Yeah, and that's that's the yeah. thing. It's like you know, I think I've had also people who listen to it while they're reading it, which I think is fascinating as well. That's what I usually <laughs> do. Like, that's what I usually yeah, try to do. Experiences, yeah, because you can read so much faster than you can listen. Right, exactly. And we have on like two books this week. I mean, we crammed through the books here. Um, so I was yeah. just kind of, um, but it's, it's fun. And the book is Reckless Girl. And it's such a delight to meet you. What's and We have to ask you, what's the last great book you read? What is the last great book I read? I just read um, a fabulous, I, I really love true crime. I just read um, Last Call. 
And now I'm absolutely going to blank on the author's name. His first name is Elon, but the last name is not Musk, because that's what my brain wants. Sure. We'll look it up. <laughs> I believe it's Hall. I believe that's it. But the book is called Last Call, and it is a fabulous and really thoughtful um, look at a serial killer who preyed on gay men in the 1990s in New York City at these sort of... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Fancier clubs and, and the ways in which, like, you know, that wasn't prosecuted as maybe as quickly as it could have been. Right. Um, but it's a really great book. Oh, really good. Compassionate and well done. Thank you for the thank you for the recommendation and really what a treat to meet you and we'll look forward to I I think I was reading you've got a book coming out in twenty twenty three. I do, I do indeed. Yes. The villa is, is up next. So sounds, this time we go to Italy. <laughs> I do we like going we like to travel with our books. So thank you so much again, Rachel. And the we book we have one question, Julia. Okay. I want, I want to yeah. know as Reckless Girls, is it going to be a limited series or a movie? We're not really sure yet. Um, we've really okay. been talking with this one mostly about movie, but like we've admitted that like it kind of goes both ways. So I feel we'll like, eight, see. I feel like White Lotus, eight episodes. Yeah, there's there's a lot happening. <laughs> so you could you could get through eight episodes, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We well, could. All right, we got to go, Laura. Thank okay. you so much. Um, we've got Thank two you copies. So much for having me. Absolutely. We've got two copies available. Give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. We'll get those out to, in the mail to you. And when we come back, Lori's got all this music stuff she has to tell me about. We'll find out what it is. You're listening to Lori and Julia. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Lovely um, Tuesday. We've got Lori. We've got Grant. We have other people hanging out with us today. Grant, are the books gone or are we still working on it? They are They are gone. They're on hold. I haven't had a chance to get okay. their information because we were doing some technical support here. So we're good to go. Julia, yeah. I knew the minute I put that book down, I'm like, this has already been optioned. And I've got to thank Julia profusely. You hounded you, me about it. I hounded you only because it was so... It was so, it was such a buzzy book. It's Reckless and Girls. I think you're right about reading it, Lori. I, yeah. I think the reading of that one would have, you know, sometimes the audible voices you love or you don't love. I mm-hmm. would, I think I would have enjoyed that more, but I just had to, you know, cram it for the book meeting. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. And also then the I, irony, you know, the first day I'm on the beach and I just like really... I just wanted to just unwind and escape, oh, you know, complete. with a book. I just, and, and even though I, for me, I mean, I like all kinds of books, but I really do love a good thriller. I know you do. 
I know you don't. And, and, and I mean, I threw my book down and yelled, oh my God. There were twists. I was shocked by the end, too, I have to admit. I didn't see it coming and, at all. Yeah, and anyway, so, yeah, I, I was real, real just thank you so much, and I was delighted, and I'm actually bringing that book home because I have to mail. I, I have to share that book with uh, uh, somebody. Because usually you good. leave your books there. You leave them for it, other or, people. Julia, I have... Um, Remember, lifeguards, waitresses, bartenders, some cleaning people. I am friends with people that I know like books, so I distribute them that way. It's a great thing to do. It's a great thing to do. There's there's a remarkable lack of bookstores here if anyone wants to come and try and run a business here. I remember last year when you were there. um, Are those the birds, Grant, or what are we hearing? Yeah, those are her birds. Lovely. birds. Listen to that. Birds, and there's so many dumb quail. My God, if you were allowed to quench, you just run up to those stupid things and you can catch them with their hands. <laughs> they are like the dumbest bird. <laughs> the dumb quail birds. Oh, my gosh. All right, so you have, like, these three songs you want us to sing or well, sing okay. or listen to, or what's going on here? Okay, so the Grammys are coming up, right? When like are they? in the next month or so. Who the hell knows? I think they're going to be in Vegas. Okay, in okay, yes. Okay, so Parade Magazine, which, thank goodness, it still publishes if you get a Sunday newspaper. I love that thing. They were highlighting some of the songs that have won Grammy for Song of the Year, and they picked 1972, and so many good songs. I mean, I you know, I Am Woman, uh, Helen Reddy, that was 1972, the same year um, Ms. Magazine was launched. Yeah. Just a, a lot of great songs. Smoke on the Water came out that year. Still considered one of the top instrumental riffs, you know, that a budding guitarist wants to learn. Got I it. Don't know, it's Grant, April 3rd. I, yes, and this is the, the, the Staples singer, Singers, right? So the first song we're going to uh, hear, yeah, this came out in 1972. And, of course, Miss Mavis Staples will be playing at that new Wait Amphitheater with Bonnie Rayet, they toured together. I think the date is sometime in June, but that would be a ticket to get. But this this song, I'll take you there. Let's just listen to a little of it. This is a great song. This is oh. what we do the electric slide to. Help me. Okay, so of course, people, you know, people love that song, and because Mavis took us all to, you know, church on the pop charts mm-hmm. with that song. And her group, which, of course, was led by her father, Pop Staples, and featuring her sisters, Yvonne and Cleotha, came from the righteous world of gossip to record this song Gospel. at the Temple of Southern Soul Music at the time. And if you've ever watched it, Shoal, Muscle Shoals fame studio. Okay. That's where they recorded it. And... If you ever get a chance to go to Memphis, highly recommend the Stax Museum besides Graceland and, you know, Sun Studio. But the Stax record label chief, um, his name was Al Richards, and he wrote that song after the murder of his brother to seek solace for himself and to uplift other people who were going through trying times. 
Okay. Well, it's yeah. it's a great it's a great song. We don't have a lot we of time. We have about Lori, a minute left, Lori, get... so we want to get to these next two songs here. Okay. Well, no, we don't we have time. Sa- we we'll we save don't it. have time, oh, okay. and we can save it for another day. But that is ah. just such a great song, and just remind people that Mavis Staples, she's a living legend in her eighties. Bob Dylan's, you know, the love of his life, so they say, and uh, touring with Bonnie Raitt. So, if you want to, isn't she a, coming a, here? Yes. Like when? in June at that the wait oh. the amphitheater around St. Cloud. Oh, that's right. That's where that is. I'm like, what is the wait? I was thinking that's a new place in Vegas. Yes, they I are know, coming I think here. It's called Wait Amphitheater. Okay. A I T E. Grant might know. He lives out more in that way. But oh, I'm Grant lives in the middle of St. Cloud. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he lives out that way. Everything going out way that you end up in St. Cloud. You do. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We've got tickets to give away when we come back. Also, oh, we've got, we've just got a lot. Stay with us. And, oh, yeah. and an update on Anna. I know. One time I went to Brainerd and ended up in North Dakota, so anything is possible. It is the wait, by the way. Wait, Amphitheater, you are correct. We'll be right back.